portions of our broadcast day made possible by internet media providers, makers of Crosslink. With Crosslink, you can view any Christian television station in the world using Crosslink. For more information, look for the link to internet media providers on this website or app, or visit us directly at www.internetmediaproviders.com. Christ is the real champ, and the real truth. There are no lies living in here. Nothing but pure truth coming from God. This is Pure Truth Session with your host, Lady Ty. What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lady Ty the Great. Welcome to the 2020 Pure Truth Session. <laughs> what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in. It's your girl, Lady Ty the Great, with the Pure Truth Session. Are you ready for what we have in store? Listen, today's Pure Truth Session is going to be amazing. We are going to tackle down tactics that many might not want to talk about. So today's Pure Truth Session, are you ready? If the church had the glory, it wouldn't need a gun. Real talk. So right now, we're going to do a glory check for the 2020. Who protected Jesus? Oh, strap on your seatbelts or put down your strap or load it up. It's on you. But for me, I'm coming out of Ephesians chapter 6 where my God told me to put on a full armor. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to say thank you for today. Thank you for being with us on this message. Thank you for leading, guiding, and ordering our steps. Thank you for being our protection, our provider. You are our shepherd. We shall not want. We shall not want for guns. We shall not want for different things, God. We want you in your presence and your glory. So have your way on this message. Deliver and set us free. Lord, do something new in our lives and our hearts. And most of all, God. 2020 is a year of your glory. You said the whole earth will be filled with your glory once your sons and daughters be made manifest. So may the manifestation take place right now in the name of Jesus in our lives. May we be the demonstration. May we be the proof. May we, may we exhibit your love in Jesus name. Amen. Oh, we guys. So I'm super excited about what's about to take place now. I'm so grateful that you was able to push play, continue on, subscribe, whatever you did to get to this message. You know why? Because it took a lot in me, out of me, of me to come on and do this message. So many distractions and procrastinations. And I just want to share with you about the grace of God. The grace of God will push you and encourage you and strengthen you in a certain timing. So today, if there is something that you're supposed to complete, and do when you feel the urge when you feel the strength the energy the going the yeah 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 like choo choo chick, 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 chick. when you feel that drive i want to encourage you to get to it get it going get it popping get it moving jump on it that's what happened today all of these ideas was flowing through me from god all of these questions being answered in my mind god was playing so many conversations over and leading me to so many different scriptures. So I wanted to be sure that I'm coming on here now um, to address this uh, concern. Right. Super excited for what God is about to do. Uh, so 
one of the things uh, I saw a message and people were talking about um, churches getting protection, people being gunned down in churches. This is not new to any of us. Um, And shout out to all six million listeners. Love you. God bless your city, state and country. Um, And, you know, this is not new. We've seen many uh, shootings take places in churches and things like that. So one thing I want to talk about today um, is the glory of God, right? And how powerful and amazing that is. And um, also uh, people, (laughs) right? We can do things one way and we like to call it wisdom. Our wisdom is not God's wisdom. God has a plan. He knows the plans. God is not surprised and he knows everything that's taking place. Some things are allowed by God, right? What do you mean some things? God is in control. He's on the throne. He's going to use all of it to work together for the good. But there is a wake-up call that is going on right now. Many of you may know I've been shouting something for a while now, and it's called Repent Church. There is a, a level of repentance that we must do. Men have built their own altars right unto themselves they are collecting money they are building their own ministries the ministry of jesus christ is the great commission is to preach the the word to the gospel is to preach the word to the gospel is to preach the gospel to the poor to the sick to raise the dead heal the sick drive out devils that's what we're supposed to be doing but today's message i want to kick it with you and talk to you about something that is very 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 important you know i'm lady tyler great holy hood uh, God allowed me to be raised up in the hip-hop culture, which I love. And Jesus uh, loves hip-hop. God loves hip-hop. So instead of the church um, grabbing guns, we are encouraging the church to grab God's glory. But since it's holy hood, check us out. Woke up this morning. Yeah. You got yourself a the church don't need to listen i don't want the church to go get a gun i rather the church do this get god's glory come on y'all Let's obey God. Glory versus guns. That's what we got going on in today's message. We are not trying to be like the world. We're not trying to go get the church a gun. No, we're not getting the church a gun. No, no, we're not going to get the church a gun. The church is going to get the glory of God by submitting and obeying. Bottom line. So, it's your girl, Lady Tyler. Great. Let me tell you the scriptures and the uh, the stories, Bible stories that you can read to get the gist of where I'm going with all of this, right? So, you can read Daniel chapter 3. What is that? The four men thrown into the furnace. That's Old Testament. Why are we referencing that? Nebuchadnezzar was a king. He built a gold statue. Basically, he told everybody to bow. But God's people, this is before Jesus, God's people was still like, no, we're not bowing to nothing, right? The king threatened, threw them in a fire. That means they was persecuted. They was in danger. The king was trying to kill them. And 
Come on. God stood up in the fire. Jesus stood up in the fire, represented for him. See what I'm saying? So you don't have to protect you. Allow God to protect you. But for your reading references, read Daniel chapter 3. Okay. And um, now another reading reference, Matthew 12. But the Pharisees went out and plotted how they may kill Jesus. When you read Matthew chapter 12, you're going to read that whole situation where Jesus did all the stuff that Jesus do. Come on. He gets lit. He did the Great Commission. He was raising the, the dead, healing the sick, you know, doing what he do, being amazing. And they wanted to kill him. They plotted on how, but they wasn't able to do it until God's timing set in. Jesus didn't have to get it gun he didn't have to get a knife he didn't have to do none of that now many of you know Jesus rode with disciples y'all know Peter was Jesus down disciple he said upon this rock I'm gonna build my church Simon Peter but check this scripture out John chapter 18 verse 10 through 11 then Simon Peter having a sword drew it and smote the high priest's servant and cut his right ear off the servant's name was Mal. Caius. Don't judge me if I can't pronounce the name right. I'm Holy Hood. God loved me and he know my heart. Then Jesus said unto Peter, put up thy sword, right? The cup which my father hath given me, shall I not drink it? Amen. So Jesus knew that they was going to come for him. He knew all that stuff. Even when Jesus was carrying his cross, he fell. Even when they hit him, when they whipped him, Jesus didn't try to protect himself and stop it from coming. I know many of you saying, so Ty, you saying God is allowing. Yes, I'm saying that God is going to use all of it and he's going to get the glory. This is a humongous wake up call for all of them, for all of us. Right. How about this? Scripture also tells us blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Well, alrighty then, what do you think was happening with the apostles, the prophets, all of that stuff? The apostles was persecuted. Acts chapter 5, verse 17 through 42, right? The whole situation talks about how the apostles was arrested. They was put in a public jail. Then how the Lord sent an angel to open the doors. Listen, I bet you a dollar. I'm not betting, but I'm saying that your apostles are not getting arrested. Why? Because your apostles are making money. Your apostles are preaching on flyers. Y'all are everywhere doing you unto your own altar. This is not the Great Commission, sis, bro. Come on, seriously, right? If you was in a great commission, we would be in other countries, countries that can't even hear this message. So I want to repent. I want to say sorry to the countries in the mountaintops, to the people that have not even heard the gospel, the people in the wilderness, the people who don't even know yet about Jesus and his power because we are over here being selfish preachers. I want to call forth the real writers, the disciples, the ones that would stand for the real gospel and do what Jesus did and go out amongst them and share and spread the gospel in Jesus name. So, um, yeah, want to say sorry to all the people that are waiting and sorry to all the missionaries that are waiting on the reinforcements. But that's why God raised up my voice. My voice is a rumble in the earth that is going to cause deliverance for the church. Okay, I'm here to deliver the church from their own evil that they don't even realize. Right. And so um, 
So check that out. That's a dope message when you read it. I mean, I could read it all to you, but we'll be on here till tomorrow. It's my job to lead you in the direction. This is a pure truth session, and we must deal with the truth. This is 2020. All are going to see the truth, right? What's really going on? All of these churches, all of these buildings, it was never designed for us to be isolated. It was always designed for us to go out amongst and raise up other people and be the church, carry God's glory. Now, when I talk to you about carrying God's glory, another thing I want to share with you, um, um, how many of you know about David, right? You know about David. Um, and when David was carrying the, um, what is that thing? The Ark of the Covenant. I'm talking about what is that thing? In 2 Samuel, I pulled it up. Let me go to it. Um, or where is it? But yeah, in 2 Samuel, David had the Ark of the Covenant. And um, he took it to somebody's house. Somebody, I know you're like somebody. Yes, I'm trying to pull up my notes while I'm talking to you. And um, so what ended up happening? He, somebody died when they went to touch the Ark of the Covenant. Like, wait a minute. How are you just going to die touching the Ark of the Covenant? And what am I saying to you? That the power of God is so lit and so dope that. God can protect you. God's glory is stronger than any bullet. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, what I'm trying to say, okay, this is in 2 Samuel chapter 6. The ark brought to Jerusalem. David again brought together able young men of Israel, a 30,000, and he and all his men went to Belial in Judea to bring up the ark of God. Right. So I want you to read that whole story. Right. Uh, they came to the Thresen and this guy's name, U-Z-Z-A-H, reached out and took hold of the Ark of God be uh, because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against him because of his irreverent act. Therefore, God struck him down and he died there besides the Ark of God. Wait a minute. He's trying to carry the Ark, get the Ark somewhere. And then this man dies for touching it. Let me explain what I'm saying to you in this whole message. If we, the church, the leaders, the people of God would be in such a place of obedience and unity and move with the power of God within us. The Ark of the Covenant. Can we have an Ark of Covenant in our heart? Can we have a covenant of God in our heart that we obey him, that we don't bow, that we don't allow the enemy in? Come on, that we take on the mindset of Christ, the personality of Christ, the characteristics of Christ, because we are so disciplined. If we could get to that point, come on, when the enemy would try to come near us, he wouldn't be able to touch us. How many devils y'all think went inside of the, uh, what is that thing with the high priest had to go into? The holies of holies. Come on. That was a place set aside. Can we be a people set aside? No, you don't need no gun. God is the gun. Hello? So now here we go. Um, David was like, oh my goodness. Right? Listen, to this. David was angry. This is verse number eight. We're in second. Samuel chapter 6 verse number 8 Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out against U-Z-Z-A-H um, Okay y'all figure out how to pronounce that and to, and to this day that place 
um, was named after him, right? David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, how can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? Right. He was not willing to take the ark of the Lord to be with him to the city of David. Instead, he took it to obed house. Right. And the ark of the Lord remained at that house for three months. And the Lord blessed him in his, in his entire household. Now, King David was told that the Lord had blessed the household and um, everything he had because of the ark of God. So David went to bring the ark from the house to the city of David, rejoicing. So when those were carrying the ark of the Lord, they had taken six steps. He had sacrificed a bull and fatty cow wearing a linen um, ephod. David was dancing before the Lord with all his might. So David is praising God. They did a sacrifice. And the ark of the Lord was entering into the city of David. He's praising and the ark is going before him, right? Nobody else is dying with this ark right now, right? <laughs> and this is the story where you hear that David's wife um, tried to play him. She dissed him. And she was like, oh, you because that's when they said David was dancing and he danced his clothes off. And he was going around um, just enjoying, praising God. And then she was like, oh, you you dancing and you looking crazy. And David said it was before the Lord who chose me rather than your father or anyone from this house. When he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people of Israel, I will celebrate before the Lord. I will become even more undignified than this and I will be humiliated in my own eyes. But these slave girls you spoke of, I will um, I will be held in honor. So she was like, oh, you dancing all crazy in front of these slave girls. David wasn't worried about who he was praising God in front of. He was praising God because like, look, we're able to carry this ark. And nobody's about to die no more. But what the point of what I'm saying to you is. The glory of God rests in his ark. And it was a certain way that it had to be handled. Homie that died just moved a little bit too fast. He didn't, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, he didn't handle the handlings the right way. And what I'm trying to say to you is grabbing a gun is moving a little bit too fast. So we are not going to church. Woke up this morning. Yeah. You got yourself a gun. No, we are going to grab the glory of God. We're not grabbing no guns. Okay. Can we be in agreement with that? So, um, just want to share. I know people want to do like security awareness and teaching and all of this stuff. And I just pray that people are not figuring out what they can do to gain yet again. You know what I'm saying? Another dollar from God's people. Oh, let me, uh, you know what I'm saying? Teach everybody how to, uh, <laughs> secure themselves in the house of God. No, God is a security team in the house of God. I've always had altar issues. And what does that mean? When the altars are being protected by and and the people of God, the priests, the not the priests, what they call it, the pastors, the leaders, whatever, all the titled people, the speakers of the house are being protected by security, as if, like, you know, you you can't touch the anointed, meaning you can't holler at them, you can't talk to them like they're not human. Even Jesus rebuked the disciples when the disciples told the little children to go away. When the disciples told blind Bartimaeus to shut up, when the disciples told, you know, the disciples was always telling somebody to shoot and get out of here. And Jesus is not with that. So that's what I want to talk to you today about the glory versus a gun.
Let's go with the glory of God. When the glory of God comes in the room, have you ever experienced God's spirit? I mean, serious. I've had experiences with God where the room had to bow. The earth, as I knew it, peeled back and his presence was just in the room with me, y'all. Huh. If the walls and the houses and the cars and the beds, if everything is peeling back to bow at his presence, you you think a gun is going to last? Man, please. So invite the glory in. Um, I'm probably going to go ahead and read this to you. I have plenty of um, scripture for you people that need it. But um, another thing amazing is um, Jesus is Lord, period. And he is God above all things. And yes, it's good to use wisdom, but it's also better to carry his glory. Nothing can touch his glory. Bottom line. Okay, that's all I want to say to you. Nothing can touch his glory. Many stories in the Bible where they tried to kill Jesus plenty of times. Disciples, apostles got persecuted, died, all that. But it never happened until it was time to happen. John the Baptist got his whole head chopped off and he was dope. He was amazing to Jesus, but that was still part of God's process. You think you serving a, a pretty God that just want to do everything so nice and neat for you in your whole life. And you just always lift it up and you don't go through nothing. That is incorrect. You're not serving Jesus. And if you're not, that's cool. That's on you. But I'm telling you the true and living God is Jesus and our father Love so much that he gave his only begotten son for us, for the world. And it's our job to be his church and lead the world. And how is that? We lead the world world in love, in forgiveness, and in reconciliation. So if you're listening to this message right now and you aren't reconciled with people in your life, you still have an ought with somebody, you still have unforgiveness. Come on, it's 2020. What God are you serving? Stop bowing to the enemy by accepting the unforgiveness. Release it. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for anybody listening to this message right now that you would help them, God, with their unbelief, with their unforgiveness, that you would help them, God, that you will remove anything that's not like you, that you will even show them a light in this message, that they don't need to protect themselves, that they need to trust in you because you are our shepherd. The only weapon we need is the word of God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promise that you know the plans you have for us, plans to prosper us, not plans to harm us, plans to give us hope in the future. And that when we're in your will, come on, you say he that abide in the shadow of the almighty. Come on. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father, that we can be with you. We we with you always. Thank you that you're with us always. You made that decision to be with us always. And we're deciding to be with you always. We're choosing you, God. Thank you for choosing us. We want to dwell in your shelter. You be our shelter. You are our comfort. We can rest in your shadow. Thank you for being our refuge and our fortress. You are our God who we trust. You will save us. A gun won't save us. Knives won't save us. You even gave us the example of Jesus. So let us not 
follow into man's footsteps of their protection. No mace spraying, no tasing guns, no weed. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty. So thank you for this mighty message, God. Thank you for revealing to us whose we are. We belong to you and we trust in you, God. So today we coming for the glory. Oh, we thank you that we have the glory. You already gave it to us. So, God, we are repenting. We are saying sorry, God, for trying to handle things on our own. Sorry, God, for protecting ourselves, for protecting our hearts, even by us not forgiving people. Today we forgive. Today we release. Today we return over to you. And we say great is your faithfulness. So we trust you, God. We, we forgive you, God, for where we might not have trust you, where we thought that you left us and we thought we had to do anything on our own. No, the devil is a liar. Just like in Daniel, Daniel, the book of Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar, come on, King Nebuchadnezzar ended up believing in God. Why? Because of Meshach, Shamrach, Abednego, you know their names. Come on, thank you, God, that there was another in the fire. You were in the fire with us as we go through. So let us teach your word, pure truth. Let us get back to what the scripture says about the way that Jesus walked this thing out in humility, in love and forget. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And that's the pure truth. Forgiveness. That's what Jesus represents. God's glory, God's grace, God's mercy. May someone know, may that manifest, may the glory of God manifest in 2020. And it is in Jesus name. Amen. Amen, y'all. It's your girl, Lady Tata Gray. I pray this message blessed you. I know it blessed me. For his glory, I will do anything. I will do this pure truth session. I will go wherever he sends me. Send me, I'll go. I will be the one. So I pray that you will too. In Jesus' name, amen. Start with the man in the mirror. This starts with you. I will do anything just to see. favor in God, please hear my heart's cry that the church will repent and that we will be a people that will disciple others the way Jesus has discipled us. I pray for experiences like never before with your people, God. I pray that truth be revealed, that light be revealed, that you would touch the hearts of leaders, God, who have been doing things for for their for their own purpose, God. They maybe been tricked or bamboozled. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. I'm calling on you, God. I'm crying out to you, asking you to reverse this thing the way the churches have been. God, fill the churches with your glory. Bring your glory. Bring the ark of our heart back to you, God. Draw them nearer, Lord. I'm praying, God, that you would smile again in regards to these things, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. The session is done for now. Come back next week for more Pure Truth.
This broadcast is copyrighted by Lady Ty the Great Ministries and the Resilient Christian Radio Network.